Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Well, I think that's... And now, Reem, I did want to compliment you real quick because yeah. you look great. You're a snappy dresser. Oh, it's because all I wear is breakaway pants. Oh, crap. We got to record this podcast thing. Oh, shit. It's the Nostalgic Front from one of the brooklyn podcast studios this is the nostalgic front i'm your host patrick hasty and live from the other studio in brooklyn i'm brandon Reed. how is it going brandon we're trying to Fantastic. How are you? We always try new things. That's we what are. we do. Hey, that's why we're called the New Nostalgic Front. God, do we have to change the stickers again? <laughs> uh, Bunny, right Bunny. off the right off the top, you got your goddamn hitched. Yeah, man. That your Will, I'm, you're like I'm Will, fucking Kevin James, Will Smith, and Kevin James over there. And what's her name? Danielle, you, your no, wife. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. Ava, Ava Mendez, is that who's in Hitch? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, looker, good babe. Used to date my friend from my San Antonio Spurs, Tony Parker. Oh, they those were... aren't. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. Tony Parker. Right? Oh, uh... am I wrong? Am I mixing her up with Ava Longoria? I'm mixing you Ava are. Mendez you up are. with Ava Longoria. Oh man. It's Although too... Tony Parker cheated on Longoria quite a bit, so maybe he fucked around with Mendez. Yeah, he may have. Uh, Ava Mendez Hitch. Yes, that is correct. Oh, do you know who Ava Mendez's day is with? Um, Denzel? No, in that movie, perhaps. Do you know who she has been uh, dating or uh, is a partner of since 2011? I'll give you two guesses. Matt Damon. No, close. Greg Kinnear. No, but very close. Wait, are is she in that movie where they're twins? Twins, yeah. Stuck on you? Stuck on you? No, she's been in a relationship with Ryan Gosling. Oh, Dr. Drive himself. Nice snag, Ava. You know, he dated Sandra Bullock when he was like 19 and she was like 36. That's pretty huh. good. Pretty good. I Gosling's got it. You know? Yeah, he's got it. Um, buddy, you got married. You got it, too. Yeah. How I crazy. Did. How do you feel? Locked down. Still not used to the. I, I got to tell you, the don't, ring? Like, don't like rings. That's really funny because I just realized I don't have my ring on. What did I do with my ring? I don't know. If you're lucky, you lost it. Oh, my God. What did I do with it? I'll find it another time, I assume. Yeah. But that's weird. Maybe I made some sausages I've never, last night. I've never been a jewelry guy. Yeah. Or want to wear something all the time. Yeah. Now I just got to wear this ring all the time. You'll get used to it, and then it'll be fun. It's a fun thing. To, you'll, what you'll do is you'll spin it uh -huh. on your oh, finger, yeah. and then what you'll also do is you'll take it off, and you'll spin it on a table like a quarter. Yeah, or you take it off and you put it on all your fingers over and over, back and forth. Sure, that could be fun, too. Yeah, but don't get it stuck on some of those fingers. Much yeah. like uh, Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear, it'll get stuck on you. Uh -huh. uh, wow, so okay, so you're married. That was so exciting. Very fun ceremony. There it is. It was. Fun ceremony. You guys uh, stayed late. I appreciated that. We stayed as late as we could. Uh, yeah. We, uh, I'm going to tell you. For buddy. some non-drinkers who were also oh, yeah. a few neighborhoods away. Yeah. Well, you we know? yeah, it was all out. It was a wedding. It was yeah. also one of our first. So, oh, okay. it was yeah, exactly. It was one my of our first, first thing. Yeah, 
And so it was like, you didn't want to be there for 20 minutes and fuck up, fuck off. You know, um, we, so here's what I'm going to tell you my week. Okay. We record last Thursday night. Oh yeah. Our our breathtaking rescuers down under episode that I don't Mm. remember a thing from. Uh, and then I got on an aeroplane for the first time in over a year, flew to Iowa, saw family, had to do family stuff. How was, uh, everybody else handling their masks there? Oh my God. They're in the airport and stuff. Oh, the airports were fine. And the plane was okay. fine. I never saw anybody fight. I didn't see any blowups. I, I, I flew from I, Newark to Minneapolis and then to Omaha. And I didn't see anybody having any crazy fights or anything. One of my only peers mm-hmm. out into the world besides my little world yeah. has been the subreddit public freakouts. Totally, totally. And that's so in what my I'm opinion, for. everybody's yelling at McDonald's workers and getting kicked off planes. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. But I was, I, it, I felt safe enough. I didn't feel, I didn't panic the whole way. Like I thought made some mistakes though. Flying. I'm a real creature habit. Forgot to buy gum. Oh yeah. So yeah, I yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I ripped up a it's piece a of a notebook and chewed on some paper so that I, my ears didn't explode in the yeah. airplane. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, it turns into fucking that Cronenberg uh, movie with Michael Ironside. Yeah. What's, What's that one? Scanners. Scanners, yeah. Yeah, if you don't get gum on an airplane, you turn into scanners. It's crazy. Uh, but so I did that. I flew home. I saw people, but then, and like, the masks are done and I No one's oh, wearing masks. Oh, yeah, I and doubt I didn't, it. The masks are half done here. Yeah, I wore a mask. I went into a high V one day and my brother's like, you don't got to wear a mask. And I was like, yeah, but I'm still gonna. And I had like a, you know, like when Jeeps pass each other and they point at each other. I had a moment like that walking yeah. down the aisle with another guy wearing a mask where we just both kind of like acknowledged each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're still holding on to this. Uh, Number I, one. Oh, this yeah. is weird. The wife. Yeah. She kind of she kind of likes the way I look with my gaiters on. What's a gator? The thing that comes up from your neck? Yeah. So I always oh, yeah. have, like a lot of the time I like rocking the loose gator. Yeah around the neck and it kind of gives me like this like scarfy sure look you know you should try have he you likes tried, it have you tried uh, uh turtlenecks no maybe you're gonna be a turtleneck guy going for her. an ascot maybe no gator maybe. guy gators work okay that's okay. yeah uh i love it i uh traveling took so much out of me though seeing people seeing family seeing people i know oh, after yeah. a year of not seeing no one it was a big week and then you come back and you do a wedding on top come of back, that. Come back, go right to a wedding. And I swear, I've been, I've been drinking two, three coffees a day. And then you had a I, comedy show. Yeah, I, and then I did stand-up. I do not feel like I've caught up. I feel like I'm tired. I feel like I'm uh, drained. Brother, you just used to do this shit like six yeah. days a week. Yeah, it's it. it I, I need to figure out how to train myself to be a human. To literally, like... There was things I knew I was going to have to get used to seeing people again. I didn't realize the literally mental and physical toll it was going to take on my body to go do all this stuff. Yeah. Like Stacy, at your wedding, we, like we had a great time, but she's like, this is the longest I've stood in over a year because we stood around and talked to everybody all night. Yeah. And so like when we got home, she's like, my legs are like so sore. She couldn't you know? stand it. Couldn't stand it. That's right. Um, but yeah, so that's, so that was my, my time. I, I, I just so people know, we had chairs at the wedding. You did everybody have chairs, just, yeah. We were just very social. And yeah, everybody was bouncing around. So it was a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't want everybody to think Reem couldn't splurge for some benches and chairs. Um, I did keep waiting for you because so Reem had a beautiful wedding in his backyard. I'm sure he'll talk about it. I can't believe we pulled it off. It was great. 
it was fantastic. What I kept waiting for was your weird neighbors to come out. Maybe not weird, but your neighbors to come out and be like, hey, we're going to smoke or grill cigarette or grill steaks or something, you know? Yeah. But that never happened. So that was fun. Um, were you even aware or were you in the moment too much that during the ceremony that you could kind of hear another backyard party happening? Oh, uh, uh-uh. there was I like a, I, a, I figured as much. Yeah. You could hear like some laughter from like another backyard party a little ways away. And it was right when you guys were getting ready to start the actual ceremony. It didn't it didn't yeah. interrupt. But like literally, I think Gideon and I looked at each other like, what if that like starts getting loud? Right. You know. Fortunately, we had a pretty small ceremony window. You know? Oh, and fa- it was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was very fun, though. Very good. Former guest Carlos Delgado from the old podcast when we used to have guests uh, married yeah. you. One of my um, all-time favorite moments on the podcast was yeah. uh, his uh, and mine, Edie Falco riff when we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, Smash Bros and that the Sopranos. Correct. That is correct. Uh, that was fun. So, okay. So go ahead. You tell me about it. How was How did it go? Tell me about your wedding day and everything. How did it feel? And take me uh, man, through I, I was glad we got to the fucking party part because mm-hmm. man we worked our ass off to get yeah. everything set up back there and uh the rain was gonna come the entire time yeah it said it was gonna rain and we just had to uh, fucking lean into it at one point yeah and then the rain never came yeah well i was talking yeah. to, i was talking to danielle about that i think that you guys had this cool we wedding in a it. backyard if it would have rained you own it and it would have been awesome that's what i was saying too yeah. it's like yeah you just own it it's a memory it's it's yeah. whatever, you know, and yeah. The ride over there, because I had this also, listeners, I'm sure you can uh, go with this. I haven't worn human clothes in a long time. I've worn jeans and good. t-shirts. I felt good. I felt terrible, but I looked okay. But I had to go through every button-up I had. I couldn't fit into anything. My pants, the whole ceremony, were not, but they wouldn't shut. They wouldn't button or zip. It was just I had a belt on. Reem, I had a belt that I had to, like, stretch to keep the pants yeah. on my body. And then yesterday we had to go to another, we had to go to a birthday party yesterday. That belt, it had just taken too much. It just snapped in the middle of that birthday party. (laughs) Luckily my jeans worked on that one, but like I threw a belt away in an elevator, uh, in a trash can in an elevator, uh, leaving a a birthday party yesterday. So that was exciting. Um, Yeah, I'm just so, I'm so excited. It was so special. So I'm glad you had me there. Uh, I kept telling Gideon, I was like, because, you know, we're comics and it was a small Here's the problem. It was a small, not a problem, but it was a small wedding in a backyard that we're used to being in. And a lot of comedians were there. Yeah. And so I just wanted to keep doing bits and also not a lot being of comedians around. You haven't seen anybody yes. for a while. Yes. Like when's the last time you saw fucking Ben Cats or Mac? And yeah. yeah. And so I told Gideon like right when, like right before Danielle came out, I told Gideon, I was like, we should just go stand up there. Like we're his best men. And like, like it's part of the plan, you know, like, and then just see how everybody would react. But then I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want you to be like, sit down or something and then get angry, you know? Yeah. But it was so funny. It was, it was a really good time. So I'm glad I, let me know. So were you nervous? You were nervous for the weather, but did you ever get butterflies or any of that kind of stuff? Um, a while before the wedding, but, yeah. uh, not really recently, not, not since KF. we were like, bought in and we're like all right yeah, time yeah, to yeah. you know like the window i was more nervous the, the you know there's a little bit of a window in there yeah, yeah. after you uh, ask somebody to marry you yeah we're gonna be like we're and, fuck we're pretending right we're this is just a you know yeah 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 we're like as that window closed i was like yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Right. And, and then once it got past the do or die moment. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, all right. Well, I can't. It's also I can't get over and it's just because I'm once I ran out of as I say off ramps. Yeah. I, I hope like, oh. you're not. I hope you're not like explaining it to her that way. <laughs> you know, you're like, honey, once I ran out of off ramps to get out of this fucking hell. I mean, yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I, th- I can't stand the I can't stop thinking about the parallels of she graduated college. You guys got married and now you're moving to Des Moines together. And that's the exact same arc, like in a matter of a month or so that Stacy and I took when we got married 10 years ago. So I like I totally understood when you were like, you know, when you were like, oh, yeah, we're just like I you guys are like, oh, we're just worried about the move, getting ready for the move. I was like, yeah, I remember being at our wedding <laughs> and like also trying to talk to a guy about an apartment and stuff. So I, I love it. Uh, yeah. Like, Mazel tov or whatever. I was really excited. You had great times. Yeah, I know. Now that the wedding's out of the way, the move's just barreling there. down. It's like oh, here. It's yeah. not there. It's here. Yeah, you're it's in it. It's fucking pretty much two days after our next episode drops. Shit. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, but that's so, I don't know. It's exciting. So I guess since you've been, we're so busy, were you able to take in it? Were you able to do any of your own lazy shit? This week, we're like, were you up to anything? Um, or was it all outside, outside of some of the trending topics? Yeah, not, I don't want to burn. Not those. really. I watched uh, went down some good YouTube holes. I found a okay. really fun video uh, of like a second rate, like Sally Jesse type uh, Raphael thing, yeah. where they're discussing uh, Batman Returns with children, mm. and it feels like it was produced by like tipper gore it's just oh, like fun. it's just like yeah. outraged parents and their trained parrot children yeah talking about why batman returns was a bad movie and then how did and- you feel when uh, the man when the penguin man bit that guy's nose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like that. It, it's an amazing little 10 minute featurette on the youtube that yeah i highly suggest because it's just such a weird time period, too, because I can remember seeing the movie, yeah. not thinking anything of it. But I also had seen like Friday the 13th and Predator. So, yeah. you know, you know, the other the weirdest thing about so Tipper Gore is so interesting because, of course, in the 80s, she was like all about censorship and stuff like that. But did you know that she also like played? I'm trying to find the exact thing. Maybe we've talked about this on the show. She played drums on like a Frank Zappa song or something. That oh, is weird. Or she played drums. Yeah. Okay. Tipper Gore. Ironically. Drums with the dead. No, she was like, cool. Oh, well, the dead is drastically different than Frank Zappa. No, no, no. But I'm just Frank saying Zappa that, like, also. Yeah. Though. Like, oh. and, and I think she, I might be wrong and maybe I'm misremembering this and listeners, I'm sure a Google search could figure it out. But I think she played drums on Valley Girl that do- song by Frank Zappa's daughter. Mm-hmm. I think she plays drums or percussion on that. And that's why like they debated each other and stuff was, it was more of like a salon of like, I feel this way. So I'm going to have my friend who feels the exact opposite and we're going to debate each other. But yeah. nowadays those people shouldn't be friends because it's a whole different thing, but it felt more like her whole thing was just, Oh, I'm just putting conversations out there, <laughs> you know, instead of, uh, these weird tyrants. I don't know. We don't need to talk about Tipper Gore, but that's very interesting. Yeah, I was trying to talk about Batman. Thanks. I know. I apologize. You say Tipper Gore, my brain runs away with it. You uh-huh, know? Uh-huh, it's because that, uh-huh. uh, that it all goes back to that algorithm. Uh, the Tipper Gore rhythm. Uh, by the way, isn't, isn't your Twitter tip at Reem Tipper Gore? 
Yes. Go ahead. Tell me more about Batman. Oh, that was about it. Cool. I mean, there's more. Uh, I think I went down that hole because they announced and showed photos of uh, Michael Keaton's suit in the new Flash movie, which is pretty much the Batman Returns suit. And those kind of linked up. But here's another rad-ass thing I totally forgot about that's fucking weird. There is a video clip on the YouTube called just watch like weird 1-900 numbers. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that we totally forgot about. Like, like when it was sex or the ones that are like uh, no uh, like fucking psychics. fart jokes oh funny or or like hey i'm a goblin you want to talk to a goblin oh get weird. your parents phone number and give me a call we can gab about goblins yeah i don't and, that's like uh that's like before my time watching tv i guess yeah me too like some of these are just like out way the fuck out there i love it yeah, it's like the or like alien hotlines, just like yeah, weird subreddits turned into one nine hundred numbers. I love it when it's like the like like the thing on The Simpsons, the Corey hotline. Yeah, like here's and... some words that rhyme with Corey: bory, story, allegory. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I I remember wanting to call those numbers all not those ones, but the ones that are like psychic uh, friends, uh, psychic Ms. friends network. Cle- yeah, I always wanted to call those when I was a kid. I thought they seemed awesome. Yeah. And then there was some that were like. Uh, maybe it was maybe it was fantasy football or something, but there were ones that were like sports betting and stuff you could call, and like they would give you tips, but it was like pay by the minute. And I was you still just like, have those. Oh, I'm it sure. was so crazy. I, yeah. I don't like sports radio. They, those were the guys. That was a lot of the advertising when you listen to the sports radio commercials, and it's yeah. like, call me now for the double, triple, fucking your butthole lock. Yeah, I found a. I I spent some time with some family, and it was really fun. Uh, I went to my nephews have a baseball game. So, oh my God, my nephew Hunter, who's in college, and his girlfriend, who's also in Rekka? college. Rekka? Huh? Who's who's his, his girlfriend's your name? Nephew Hunter. Hunter. And his how's Rekka? How's Rekka? Oh, Rekka. Okay. Gotcha. And Tech. Gotcha. I literally thought you asked if his girlfriend's name was Becca, and I was like, what? Rekka. When did we? I got it now. Tick. Rekka. Hey, I'm Amiga. Did I tell you the Omaha thing? Uh-huh. I had a I, when I was flying into Omaha, we had an Australian flight attendant. Oh yeah, you and did. She kept saying Omaha, and it sounded like Omega. And I tried yeah. the audio recorder saying it, but it I couldn't get it. Uh, she's like, "You're all flying into Omega now." <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs> uh, but no, my nephews. I was talking to my nephew and his girlfriend about music, and Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers came on, and. I said, like, when you, I said, do you guys have you guys ever do you ever listen to like this music? And his girlfriend goes, no, we don't like oldies. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers are oldies. Ouch. Not even Red Hot Chili Peppers, but like 1999 Red Hot Chili Peppers are yeah. oldies, you know? And and uh, we went to a, I went to a baseball game with them, too. That was really fun. They like a, my my nephew Hunter's in college, but my other two nephews are I have some nephews still in high school. Mm-hmm. They had a high school baseball game. And they played in between innings, Californication. And I was like, you can't get away from this song in the Midwest. Uh, it was fun. And then everybody's singing it. Like, hey, there, Delilah came on in between end zones. And everybody sang it like the way they sing Sweet Caroline at a, at a, at a Red Sox game. It was crazy. Uh, uh, boy. But uh, before, okay, so I will say, since I was traveling. Hey, I did- there, Delilah. Bum, 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 bum. What's, What's it, it like, like in, in New, New York, York City? City. So, so good. good. So, so good. good. 
that was good. Um, I but since I traveled, I did watch a lot of movies because yeah. I was flying. Oh yeah. So I watched a movie that's on Netflix. That's a a Netflix space movie, and those always look good and always suck. But this one was good, and it's called Stowaway. Mm-hmm. It's starring Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette. That's it, just those four. Uh, and it's great. I don't want to give anything away, but it's really good. I highly suggest watching it. Okay. Um, Shamir Anderson should get an Oscar. He's not even, he's like a well-known, apparently Canadian actor, but he, boy, he was great. Um, I also watched a film called Scarface. Have you ever seen Scarface? Not in a while. That movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. had no idea. I thought this was like, oh, it's like uh, Goodfellas and all those other good. It's actors. not. It's so bad. I was I felt I felt insane how bad it was. Um, it, it, you did get to see the cop guy from Gleaming the Cube, though, right? I did. Yeah. Stephen Bowers, the star in it. Yeah. yeah. He's also the only like Cuban guy in the whole movie. Yeah. And he's like half Cuban. Uh, but That's how the, he got the role to wash my, to cleanse my palate after watching such a poor movie, such a bad movie. I watched on the plane on the way home. I watched The Departed. And if you haven't seen The Departed lately, that movie is phenomenal oh is it better huh i loved it i and i liked it when it came out but like i it's like martin scorsese's last great movie it's this whole all cops are bastards thing like it's so good everybody that's in it is acting at their the top of their game mark Wahlberg, alec baldwin all these people it's fucking great so rewatch it rewatch the departed if you haven't seen it like the wolf of wall street huh not so much I think it was fine, but it didn't wasn't like, didn't not like the, the Irish man, huh? No, but my nephew, aforementioned nephew Hunter, he said that that the, the Irishman's his favorite movie. That's weird. Yeah, that, but I'm wondering since he's in college, it might be like how it, maybe that was his art, his Boondock Saints. You know, uh-huh. it's the movie that everybody watched and they had like a weird emotional connection to it. Yeah, and then time will go on and they'll be like, oh yeah, I guess it's okay, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so I watched all that. Uh, watch a lot of basketball also, but, uh, yeah, my national title streak, Mm-mm. it's over. Ended at five. When did it blow? When did it go? I, well, my sixth year or my yeah. latest season, the one after I got revenge against Notre Dame, uh, took a early season loss to oh, Alabama. Damn. And, uh, couldn't overcome it in the rankings. Fucking army. Oh, wow. Well, for some reason, option teams do really good in the sim in that. Yeah. But uh, Army, who I beat, I was their only loss. Yeah. Beat them 56 to fucking 22. They got in the national title game with one loss over my one loss, five-time defending Kansas team. I'm That's still... horseshit. When did, yeah. when, when did you play this? Yesterday. Okay, good. Because if, if I would have blown that game, that streak, Day before the wedding, wedding's off. That's a yeah. sign, you know? Uh, yeah. Alabama uh, beat me at Kansas, too. Ended my 52-game home winning streak. Wow, that sucks. But that's also exciting. You get to start a new streak, you know? Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. fun. Um, God damn. God damn. What a thick top Big of week. the show. Thick top of the show. Yeah. Th- thick is in. Uh, yeah. Joey yeah. Thicken. Joey Thicken. Remember Tyler Thicken, the backup for the Chiefs, Kansas City? No. He played at North Car- or Carolina. He play, was he a field goal kicking Thicken? No, but oh Tra- my God. Trash picking, field goal kicking Thicken? 
I know we're going long, but I got to tell you this game Stacy and I invented last night. Uh-huh. We brought up the we brought up the NBA MVPs, okay? Every season since 1970 and backwards, I made her guess them in order, backwards. And I would give her like uh what do you call it? Like trivia? Hints? Yeah. And it was so fun because it's using your brain in really crazy ways. Yeah. And you and it would be like, okay, he uh this guy got it uh with the team he did not win a Super Bowl with, but he later did win a Super Bowl. And then, you know, things like that. And Super Bowl winning NBA MVP, huh? And no, and uh, I'm sorry, sorry, NBA. Well, because ah. what happened was we did the NBA and then after and I and I gave to her, like if it was I was asking her the questions. Then right. after that, we did the NFL MVP, and she asked me, and buddy, the NFL MVPs around 1980 or like 87, they start getting super hard. Yeah. You know that a place kicker got it in like yeah. 1981 or something? Uh-huh. Uh, a guy named like Mike Mosley or something? I was like, what? How the hell would I know? You know that a, 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 a Colts quarterback got it? Baltimore Colts quarterback got it in the 70s. Who wasn't Johnny Unitas or Peyton Manning? Yeah, it's crazy times, man. It was insane, but it was such a fun game because it like made us use our brains in ways you never would. And uh, oh, so now, really- uh, who who do you got pegged in for the finals in the NBA? Uh there's who I want. There's who I and I think actually I think it'll work out the way I want it to. I want the 76ers mm-hmm. versus the Jazz, mm. but. I am totally fine with any 76ers, 76ers or the Nets. And I'm fine with the Jazz or the Suns. I just don't want it to be the Clippers and I don't want it to be the Hawks. I don't hate the Hawks, but I don't care about the Hawks. A lot of fun franchises, though, right now. Everybody except for the seven, the 76ers are the only franchise still in the playoffs that have won a finals. Yeah, and they haven't won it for Not a yet. Fun, very long time. Yeah, since before Barkley, since 82 yeah. or something. Um, when it had like Dr. J and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. It's, it's exciting. It's always good to see in the sports. Yeah. My guy that I love, Danny green, who won, uh, he won, uh, won it with the Spurs and then he's won three in a row, uh, or two in a row Raptors. Yeah. Uh, Lakers and he's on the 76ers, but he got hurt the other night. I was on stage and I got off stage and saw that Danny green out with a calf injury. And I was like, Oh no, not he's my boy. Calf injury sounds more like a 76er injury. Trends. How many of us have them? Trends. <laughs> Ones that you can topic. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, man. All right. I uh, trending People topics. Let me tell you about the top in trends. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh well, that's it. We don't Pretty much thing. shit you can see on Disney Plus. You got a trend in me. <laughs> Have we done that already? Uh oh, man. That's uh-uh. good. That's yeah. fun. Uh, okay, so uh, a Loki started. Yeah. What do you think? Disappointed. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought it was two episodes, but that was just for the critics. Oh, you also thought it came out on Friday. Yeah, I'm just my intel. Yeah, you, Loki yeah. is not there. Viewing wise, like the episode, real fucking good. Great. Once it was over, I just thought I had another episode to watch. Totally, totally. And then I was like, 
Oh, it just auto plays an episode of like uh, DuckTales. And you're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, like, well, better queue up the new rock stars. Yeah. Uh, oh, exactly. You got to find out what you got to watch. Now, if you're like me, you got to watch Screen Crush, New Rockstars, and Heavy Spoilers. Oh, you got to start mixing they, in Emergency Awesome with that, too. Oh, I will. I'll bring them back. I like Emergency Office. Awesome. I've listened to some of them. Yeah. Um, or he's, a bit of a, some of he's a bit of a nerd, but yeah, that's what you need. You need a nerd to tell you that the guy in the background is Martin Scarelli and they're burning them to death. That's correct. Uh, the uh, I like Loki. Oh, yeah. Especially and, that it's 2012 Loki. Yeah. That's and fun. I liked it enough that I watched it when it came out last week. And I watched it again uh, three hours ago. I watched it again. Oh, today. I could do that. I yeah. could do that. It's um it's it seems really because I love that show, the DC show uh Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of the similar I I it's it's very different, but it's like space-time continuum it's like people can oh, bounce really, around through the there, universe there's so many possibilities to where the show can go after one episode it's uh really fun yeah i'm excited and i love the characters i love owen wilson's gonna be great mm-hmm. um i love uh what's his name uh oh god i can't pull his name but the guy that plays the, um, the clerk with the all clerk. the infinity stones yeah he's great doesn't know what a fish is yeah he's great he's on that's the, his hook the good place and stuff he's really good Oh yeah. Um and I like it felt uh, good placey too. It did. He's like also, good place season three. Well, you know, this show was created. The guy that created this show is a Rick and Morty guy, a Rick and well, Morty writer. That makes sense because they're yeah. doing so much. I know the guy that's writing the show is also the writer for uh Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that same guy. Yeah, Michael. Walter, oh, that's all Walter the same guy. Or something. Yeah, but he yeah, that's where he came from. Was he he well, was a writer on Rick and Morty? It's really fun that they have the same guy writing two different things that are in the same phase that have yeah. a lot of like interconnecting tissues yes. and stuff. Yeah. And I like the way that they're just literally telling us shit's going to get crazy. Like if they never would have released the Dr. Strange tagline, think about how much more interested all this stuff is because we know that there's going to be a movie coming out called multiverse of madness. Yeah. Right. Like, if we never would have known that title, we'd be like, oh, cool, multiverse, but wonder what's happening. But now we know for a fact shit is going to get crazy. Yeah. And I think that rules. Um, yeah. Uh, and I it's like... also yeah, go ahead. fun uh, thinking about it uh, m- to meta-contextualize what it was all about as well, where they have the true timeline that they're talking about yeah. is essentially the MCU mm-hmm. and all of these other, like crazy nexus offshoot weird ones were like you can already see the seeds being planted and like that's the fox x-men universe and then i keep thinking about over here is the 1992 fantastic four movie universe Mm -hmm. all i keep thinking about is like what who deviated from the mcu timeline and how long ago that started the Fox X-Men timeline and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just like the yeah. agents of shield, they show Colson getting stabbed Yeah, and, but they don't show anything else. So maybe in that main timeline. Yeah. That could be dead, all... the agents of shield shit never happened. Yeah. Cause well, did you ever watch agents of shield? Like three episodes. So he's, ago. yeah. So he's killed. But... And then he comes back as like a hologram type guy in agents of shield. And it's unclear at bit yeah. for a long time if he knows he's a hologram or not. And now I think that's I would love it if that came up because there's so much Agents of Shield stuff that's been negated and stuff. Yeah. 
But if it's another timeline, then of course that's why that's happening. It's also you know? fun just seeing a random scroll. Yeah, a random scroll in a track suit, just yeah. like the ones you saw earlier. And uh, the oh, all the things with the infinity stones I thought were great. Oh, yeah. How, like it doesn't and the the world, the way the world looks, the old like it's almost like it's not steampunk, Metropolis. it's old timey. Yeah, it's really fucking awesome. Um, and watching Loki go through that arc of like him realizing that he doesn't matter and stuff like that and seeing his whole thing play out. I thought that was really fun. I thought that was really cool to see. Absolutely. And get it out of the way early. So now we can move on. I'm curious. So while it is fun seeing pompous Loki. Yeah. Continually get the piss taken out of him. Uh, I'm glad they got that out of the way early yeah. on. And I think because of the way it sounds like we will see various Lokis from other timelines or whatnot. Yeah. So I think we will still see that pompous one. I just like the idea that this one we have is going to be different. Yeah. Um, there's and a, I love that he's the bad guy, too. I was thinking that for a half a second before they said that, that it would be cool. Well, one but, of the one of the um, when I first watched the first episode before I saw any of the other stuff at the end, when they go to that farm in Oklahoma in the 1800s and that dude burns the field. All I could think about was like Garth Brooks. Okay, no, I was standing like, outside the fire. I was like, what if that's like Dr. Doom from the Fox uh, Fantasy yeah. Four movies or something? Or a character from, or maybe like the way they're bringing in Jamie Foxx's character from the the, uh -huh. the Amazing Spider-Man's or something. Maybe it's Skeet Ulrich from Blade. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but they, but then uh, all those extra videos, like the heavy. Who names their kid Skeet? Oh, somebody loves jizz. That's for sure. Come uh, on, Lars, be a better dad. Well, well, the Johnny Depp was already taken, so they had to call him something. Uh, the uh. I uh wait, what was I thinking? Oh, I thought that, and then I watched all the the specials of, and apparently, uh, the lady that plays Lady Skiff in the Thor movies is in this. Yeah, and there's a lot of theories that she's gonna be a Lady Lady Loki. Thor, Lady, lady Loki. Loki, because that's what happens in the comics and stuff is mm -hmm. Skiff, and that would make sense if that's her and stuff like that. And I like that idea that it's Loki versus Loki, even if it's a different actor playing Loki. Um, and I like the idea of us seeing some sort of fucked up Loki from like the X-Men universe eventually. Like it could yeah. be a totally different character and have it be like presented the way Brian Singer presented. It's a lot of black characters. leather. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really fun. Um, so I, I love that. I thought that was great. Um, what about uh, what else we got? Bad Batch. Yeah, man. What was A couple that? of banger episodes. Yeah. Episode eight. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, Rhea, have, yeah. Rhea Perlman really picked up like her whole character was was just the uh, catalyst that everybody needed in that show. Yeah. I um, got errands to run. You're going to do them. We mm -hmm. had the Martez sisters pop up with. Loved it. One of the best jokes in the entire franchise of fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the Martez. Time out. Is it? Is there an echo in here? And he's yes. like, yeah, right here. Yeah. Especially like somatic, somatically cinematically there it is in our brain geography of the scene we don't even know echo is there yeah and then somebody sets it up where like is there an echo in here and he's like yo pop yeah i love it it was great uh yeah i forgot about that because we technically have two to talk about because we missed the other one um yeah, yeah and then that a good cliffhanger and i figured as much that that uh was likely to be rex yeah see i thought it was gonna be and i think i got this from a or YouTube ahsoka video. 
I thought it was going to be Ahsoka because of the droid. Right. Um, and if you remember in, because I love Rex, I actually have, I love old man Rex especially. Oh, yeah. And just... in, in Rebels, he's so great. And when he sees her in Rebels, it seems like they have not seen each other since that last scene in Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm like, wait a minute. So are they still working together a little bit more? Because I never read that Ahsoka book because people say it's bad. Um, but I don't know. But I, yeah, I thought it was going to be Ahsoka. I'm glad it's Rex. I like seeing him. And I like that they immediately in this in this week's episode got rid of the chips and dealt with it and yeah all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, uh, they don't have enough time to like uh, screw around with that type of stuff in this show. Apparently, I've th- I've said this on the show because I was misled. Also, you know, you get bad information about Loki. I get bad information about the Bad Batch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess it's going to have sixteen episodes. I thought oh. it was only having ten. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, so we have a couple more to get out there. Um, I'm just excited to see where it's going, see how it's yeah, all playing out. They've done a really good job of doing a lot of uh, standalone episodes that just mm-hmm. open up more storylines. Yeah. And I stuff. But it looks I, like they got the inhibitor chip thing taken care of. Which is good. And I like the way, uh, was it Echo that was like, uh, or Tech was like, Oh, don't if you if you think the headaches have to do with the inhibitor, don't worry, it doesn't affect us. So like, I like the idea that because the whole time I've been like, guys, it's the fucking chip. Yeah. That's why his head hurt. But like, I like that they are like ruled that out. They were wrong. They did, and I liked seeing Rex be so nervous because of, you know, that I rewatched on the plane. I rewatched and the again, finale of the of Clone Wars again, and God, it's good. Maybe uh, Rex shouldn't run around wearing a fucking clone trooper outfit yeah and not, these days and not age, looking any different like you're in the star wars universe you can just wear a different mask yeah and nobody i mean i get it, it. Is weird. i get well it's because we're thinking way too literally yeah and they are trying to make characters but like i think it'd be cool if rex was running around wearing like a something like he was in a cloak early yeah. on I have a question. Why isn't okay? So the Bad Batch are they all twins? Like, do they all have the same face and they just age differently? Yeah, essentially. I, that's what I thought, but that kind of seems like maybe they don't. And now well, that there's Omega, clones, that's what but you they're think. slightly altered because all the other clones look exactly the same for the most you part. Hmm. I mean, uh, nine, nine. Oh, didn't yeah. look the same. Yeah, he looked all fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but yeah, I like it. I do wish I was in a position where I could have just, they would have dropped the whole season at once and I could have just binged it all. Yeah. That would have been really fun, but. Because, yeah, because it's got the same thing that like a lot of your rebel, like it's got a lot of meandering episodes so far, yeah. which I enjoy them because they're just nice little 23 minute adventure episodes yeah but it it's more like rebels season one you know what i mean yeah where you just get a lot of good little fun one-off stuff and maybe like a sprinkle of the main arc as opposed to that was so great about clone wars is you just get four episode arcs are very satisfying yeah the uh and they're well, little an- antholo- and when you get like them all. mini anthology movies when you're when you have the ability to watch them all oh yeah the um one thing i thought was cool is i learned this from one of the side videos i watched one of the explanation videos but is that from that one jedi jedi fallen order what's that game yeah that that's, that's the planet they're on 
And so potentially that redhead kid from Shameless could show up. And I think that's really exciting. Uh huh. Um, that's a guard, right? No, it's um, let me look up his name. He's a good, he's the redheaded kid in uh, Shameless, Shameless Redhead Guy. Ooh, the, the Garth Brooks song? Cameron uh, Riley Monahan. Do you know that's a Billy Joel song first? Gross. Yeah, isn't that fucking weird? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also played the Joker on Gotham, if you ever watched Gotham. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. But well, he's... he was never confirmed as the Joker. He was like yeah, the he... thematic Joker, but he's not like... yeah. The Joker. Google him and Google image Cameron Riley Monahan Gotham and then tell me that's not the Joker. Okay. Uh, the uh, yeah, so that would be cool if they tie that game in. I, I that's that game that I tried to play, but I was too stupid. So instead, I just watched it on YouTube. Yeah, I need to do that because I just don't have the patience for all of the. Now you got to go over here and find swing this. Swing onto this net. Yeah, <laughs> I gave up then. <laughs> Like 20 minutes into the game, you're trying to swing onto a net. You got to swing and jump onto a net. And I don't know how yeah. to do that. So I gave yeah. up. Um, but yeah, but that's cool. I like the idea that they're already on that planet and that they're going to deal with that. And then they potentially have a Jedi to deal with. And I think that's exciting. Totally. Um, uh, so that's really cool. Um, all right. And then we'll move on uh, for other trending topics that we got. Uh, the He-Man trailer for the yeah. Kevin Smith He-Man. I'm sold. Yeah, looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. Those... Those original He-Man character fucking designs. Oh yeah, are just so iconic, and they all look so good. And like, what's his name? Man of outer, Arms. Or, yeah, yeah. Triclops, Man of Arms, fucking trap. Yeah. Jaw. Trap jaw. Yeah. Beast Man, Skeletor. They just all look great. It looks good. Yeah. It and looks. It looks awesome. The uh, I mean, Netflix has a good thing going, anyways. With- Daddy- a hero I yeah like the, the song music. was perfect yeah and i mean, uh, i like she i've watched the first season of she and i liked it but the animation style is an animation that i'm not very used to yeah and then with the castlevania it's so anime it's anime animation yeah. so i still i was like i had a time with but this feels like very accessible for a dipshit like me to watch yeah so i like that it's like the middle ground between anime and then like new age animation new cartoon animation so yeah, like Netflix that. is really killing it on the uh, cartoon versions of old shit. Yeah, as long as they're paying their actors and paying their writers. That's why I had to stop watching that fucking Transformers stuff is because they were just getting sound alikes. Yeah. Fucking non-union sound alikes. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked for it. I like the trailer. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait. When does it drop? Do we know? Like j- next month. Oh, wow. Soon. Like, That's yeah. Cool. And another thing is you can just tell the people that are doing it are passionate about it yeah the people like, like oh i don't know if you saw this uh this wasn't in our pre-discussion for trending topics but uh this week there was a really cool featurette of uh uh ivan reitman and ivan reitman jr uh talking about the new ghostbusters afterlife oh cool no. just ivan reitman jr talking about how he grew up on like the first set he can remember was the first Ghostbusters and it shows a shot of him at Ghostbusters 2. Now, when you say Ivan Reitman Jr., you mean Jason Reitman? Yeah. His son, who's a person in his own right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen that, but I, okay, so here's my, my B. Here's my, my, my B with the apartment 23 with, uh, with this whole new Ghostbusters thing is, 
I liked the I last Sony. Okay, what I say that apartment twenty three. Oh yeah, uh, my uh, my problem with this is that I liked the other Ghostbusters, the yeah. one with Melissa McCarthy and all them, and I feel like this happening is supposed to like erase that in some way and maybe i'm interpreting that wrong maybe it'll be a factor in maybe it'll deal with it but to me i was like from the jump i was like well this sucks that they're doing this but i like jason reitman you know i like the idea of it i like ivan of course i like the ghostbusters but i'm just like is this going to be like is this going to try to do what they did to terminator genesis where they're just going to try to pretend like it never fucking happened well it's a completely different universe so is that just how we're calling it? Yes. I mean, <clears throat> it's got its audience, and I'm sure we'll get uh, the whole comic book verse of the Melissa McCarthy and all them and everything yeah. eventually. Did but, you know, uh, do you know who Ivan Reitman I do. I enjoyed it as well, but you can totally tell that it didn't do what the studios wanted it to do. So yeah. they took the property in that direction. I mean, unfortunately, it has a lot to do with all the stupid yeah. incels that never gave it a chance. But yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is, I, I've rewatched that. I'm not even a Kate McKinnon fan. And I rewatched it not too long ago and loved it again, like laughed as hard as I did in the theater. <coughs> oh, um, yeah. Do you know a weird thing? You know, uh, Ivan Reitman Jr. Jr. <laughs> we'll call her. His, uh-huh. Do you know Ivan Reitman's daughter? Do you know who she is? No. Um, you've seen the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Remember the lady with the dead tooth who married Dennis? Oh, yeah. Christine. No, no, that's not Ponderosa, is it? Yeah. That's okay. It. Yeah. That's that's uh, Catherine uh, Reitman. That's, oh, I can uh, see Jason it. Daughter. I can see it. And she's got a great show. Fuck. What is it called? So she I think they're Canadian and she has a show in Canada called Working Moms. That's on Netflix. That's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. That oh, she, yeah. It's one of those things like she did the Rob Schneider thing, but did it well. We're like she shot it all herself and did the first season herself and then sold it. And it's really, really good. Um, and you see like a lot of nudity in it because it's Canada and they're different. Yeah. So it's like a sitcom, but it's just like, I, imagine. I think I watched that with Dan it was one of the things that Danielle was watching. Yeah. Stacey loved it. I like the it wife. Too. I've only seen, yeah, our wife. I've only seen one or two seasons or one or two episodes, but it's really good. Um, but so I'm excited. I'll watch that. I, I'll get, I'll get gassed up for Ghostbusters because I want to like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, does. they expect you to like it. That's why Paul Rudd's in it. That's right. When we love, because uh, he's a big Kansas City fan, and I know they know I know that. You know. Yeah. They know I know that, so then I'll I'll get into it, then plug it on the podcast. Exactly. Um, my dad has been. Uh, he got into YouTube. My dad watches YouTube now. Uh huh. And we were going to the airport when they were dropping me off, and he goes, "So do you guys have a Patreon for your podcast?" <laughs> Nice. And I was like, like yeah, dad, like, and subscribe. I was like, yeah. And he's like, how much you guys make a month? And I was like, uh, enough to cover our overhead. I was like, I don't need, I don't need to get into numbers with you, dad. He's watching these camping YouTubers that make like $20,000 a month on there. Uh, goddamn. Okay. Well, and then last but not least, I would like to talk about a little movie that I believe you watched. Yeah. You might have snoozed through parts of it, I hear. The very end of it. In the Heights. Yeah. Here we go. Let's uh-huh. fucking go. Uh, what do you think? That's great. Good music. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's perfect sequel to Hamilton. Wait a minute. <laughs> you think that's a sequel to Hamilton? In the way of the zeitgeist, yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, there's a reason why it's advertised as 
No, oh, the Hamilton guy. He did yeah. this too. Well, that's the thing. So this is, I would say my tied for my favorite musical. I loved the musical. All right. Uh, I love the soundtrack. I love every song. Uh, this, this, so if, for listeners, if you're not clear, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's kind of a cringe motherfucker nowadays, still is, always has been probably, but he made this musical when he was like in college and they put it on Broadway in 08 and it won the Tony for best musical. And then a few years later, he wrote Hamilton and then that, you know, changed the world of musicals. Um, so this is like his early thing. This is his first thing. And when I found out they were making a movie, I didn't know anything about it except for the director was John Chu, who I think is great. He did uh, Crazy Rich Asians, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. But I still, and I liked the cast that was happening, but I didn't expect to love it. I didn't expect much because I liked the source material so much. It was like, how would it live up to it? And I think it fucking did. Yeah. I think they it's different than the musical. They changed certain things. Um, some major things, some little things, but enough that as a person like me, who's listened to the musical a thousand times, seen it a bunch of times, I still was like, well, I wonder how this is going to end. And I think that's really, that's a success. Um, and the, the weird choices, like the weird, uh, animations and shit they would do in it. I thought was awesome. Um, yeah. Did you ever get weepy? Yeah. A couple of times. Especially early, but yeah. yeah, I, I think this because I'm I am so connected with those songs. I've listened to them so many times. I just felt like I was on like a I was just welled up the whole movie. Yeah. And and certain things like I don't want to spoil things, but there are things that happen in the musical that are main things that when they don't happen in the movie, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then maybe they do happen later. And you're like, holy shit, because it happens so out of order that it's like it's like it's like an emotion. It's like a, a real emotion. So. Um, it's on net, it's on HBO max until, yeah, we weren't even, ex- we didn't even know like a lot. It kind of snuck its way onto HBO max. Yeah. It feels like for a lot of people, cause we were getting ready to watch Loki, uh, Thursday oh, yeah. night. And instead that was on. So we yeah. had to watch that instead. It's, it was great. I, I, I absolutely loved it. I was so happy with how good it was. Um, and when I was on the road in 2017 with Gideon, I made him listen to the soundtrack one day we were driving. Mm-hmm. It was one of those days James had to leave us or maybe James was with, with Joan. I, I really car. liked how many references I got. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good bodega songs. <laughs> the thing, Stacey, who isn't as connected to the musical as I am. Uh-huh. The thing she took away from it that she loved was she's like, it felt like New York. Yeah. And especially after a year of not really getting to see New York as New York. That felt very New York. The one thing she's like right away, she's like, why are the bags at the bodegas yellow? They should be black. And then I'm like, well, maybe that's a Washington Heights thing. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Also, just uh, uh, having that, like, mambo, like, bass for the music. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That Latin mute, like, that is yeah. the sound of New York, you know? Yeah. Everywhere you go, it's just a fucking little quick-ass yeah. little drums and, you know? Yeah, and- it's pretty cool. And since they had to edit some songs and they had to cut some stuff, what I thought was really neat was some of the music, some of the big numbers that they took out that are in the yeah. musical that was incorporated into like the, the score. Great. So great. You would still hear them, you know, great, huge dance numbers too. Oh, yeah. Wide shot, just like 
tons of people that and done in awesome. a way like I, they're, they're, they're big shot uh, differently and imaginatively like when they're yeah. dancing on the side of the building and shit yeah that gave me that, that killed me because that was so far into the movie at that point the big pool number when they do ninety six thousand cool. was amazing even, even so i was though, like She's wearing like a fucking four thousand dollar swimsuit. Oh yeah, that's know? so goddamn tiny. Yeah, uh, I really love her. The girl that plays uh, uh, Vanessa, she's like thirty, which I thought was awesome. She's not they like were a all very year old. old. Yeah, and she, yeah. But she's like thirty, and she's like a big star in a bunch of uh, I think Mexican television shows. So I, she's yeah. there, and then Corey Hawkins, who was in. I just Straight wanted more Jimmy Smiths. Just get all the Jimmy oh, yeah. Smiths. And he. Uh, he jimmy Smith, i give no shits about anybody but jimmy smith's he apparently was a big proponent he saw it when it was like in off broadway yeah and just helped it along but never took Good. producing credits and stuff but like just liked that there was a young latinx producer and stuff and um uh he's phenomenal in it you know um, absolutely very very good uh, everybody is great it's a great movie everybody loves it and the thing, another thing that I thought was rad was so the the musical story, the book they call it in the theater world, the 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 story of the music, this music was all done by Lin Manuel Miranda, but the story was put together with him and this woman, and she is also the one who did the screenplay. So if it was a different person and they changed certain things, you're like, well, that's somebody else's interpretation. But this is just the same artist, the same writer, 15 years later, getting to put her stamp on it again. And so, like, it, one of the big things that doesn't change too much of the story, but in the musical the on Broadway, uh, the Nina girl has a mom and a dad. And in this story, the mom is gone and it's just the dad. And it just makes that relationship so much tighter. And then it's like, oh, well, that's a no-brainer to make this a film. In the musical, you have more time to play in songs and it's a whole different narrative. But in the film, it's like, let's make this relationship tight right away, you know? Yeah. And boy, you know, kill Bambi's mom, kill the mom. And there you go. Um, so I thought it was, I was glad. So if you haven't seen it, HBO Max, check it out. Or go see it in the theater if you're in a place where you feel like that's a cool thing to do because it's it's playing in theaters as well. Yeah, very cool. Very good. All right, well, let's say we, uh, I don't know, take a break and come back and talk about the worst movie of all time. Oh, boy. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Hawes, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy. Hell yes, I am. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. The movie. From 1993. I got the power. Ding, Was ding, that ding. okay? Now let's talk about this. Okay. What? Okay. What was your experience with this movie? Had you ever seen it before? No. Well, I've seen very small, what I'm guessing segments while something else I was watching mm -hmm. was on a commercial break. Like you flipped a channel and watched a little bit of Mario. Yeah, like maybe like an accumulative eight minutes of okay. the movie. In the 28 years since it's been on. Yeah. So I had never seen it also. And then what happened was, what happened was, there's somehow people love this movie. Well, here's how they grew up with it. Sure. And 
got it on VHS at an age in the world where we didn't have a lot of media choices. So, but there's if a it's difference. Summer vacation, and you have Super Mario Bros, Fox and the Hound, D three, yeah, and Mad Balls VHE home video. You're gonna watch those four videos all the time. But like the once thing a is, week. here's the thing. I get that. I was that kid. I had mm-hmm. Clueless and Police Academy Four and Ernest Goes to Camp and all that. Yeah. But I didn't start a gang with a bunch of other people to start the Super Mario Brothers archive. archive. There's an IMDb just for this movie. And that blew my mind. And what happened was they had released a story. Now, you sent this to me, okay? Yeah. But I had already seen it. It had somehow already come across my my uh, internet viewing. And I was like, oh, that's an article that was like, they found an extra 30 minutes of Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, that may have even been Souter. Uh, Maybe that's what happened. And after Ed Souter did post something about Super Mario Brothers 3. So maybe that's how it got into my... I got on my stuff, or maybe I clicked on whatever link he yeah, shared, and then Google was in the AOL chat room, and I was like, "I've never seen that. We could do yeah. a show on that pretty soon." But so, here's what happened, here we listeners: we're not doing uh, a we didn't, we didn't do an episode where we watched the 1993 film Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> and then we're discussing it. No, we watched this fucking horrific edit. Director's cut. Director's cut. Who, for my understanding, the directors nightmares were nightmares and never worked again. So this no. is their as close to their vision as possible. But also, so many I, Reem, rewrites. Too. I don't think that's true. What? I don't think this is like okay. So like, we all know that there's like the Blade Runner. And then there's the Blade Runner director's cut. That's like what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And there's Superman 2. And then there's Superman 2, the Donner cut. That's like what yeah. it's supposed to be. This, I do not believe is that. This is what the, the fucking Super Mario Brothers archive is pretending. But what this is, is just the original movie. And then there's a scene where they go, like the two, what are their, what are their names? Your boy from... Uh... Mario and Luigi. <laughs> no, Iggy and Spike. Oh, yeah. There's a scene where they go get hot dogs. And then there's extra footage where they throw the buns out the window. And then it goes back to the movie and they eat the hot dogs. And it's like, it's <laughs> it's just extended. It's just a bunch of extended scenes. It's like Lord of the yeah. Rings more. Yeah. And it's- But it doesn't add anything. And so you're watching it. And I'm already like, okay. and But what it does is it wrecks any sort of pacing. Movies inherently have a pacing. And this does not, especially the first half hour, 40 minutes. I was ready to give up on it, but there's no other version of Ah! Super Mario. It's nowhere on the internet. You can't, it's not on YouTube. You can't down, watch it on UK Blu-ray. Pluto. I wasn't going to buy it on Amazon. I even went through, because we share an Amazon account. I went through your guys' files to see if you bought it and it wasn't on there. But like, it's so hard to watch because like you'd be watching a normal scene, like a theatrical DVD scene. And then it would cut to like a side camera with like numbers on the bottom and the audio from the onboard camera they used. It is interesting just to see the process of it. Sure. (laughs) Narratively, it sucks shit. If I could have watched, if like I'd aforementioned Clueless this way, that would have been fun. 
Yeah. I've seen Star Wars this way where they add in those extra scenes that they took out where it's like digs yeah. in him looking up at the fucking space battles and stuff. But since I had never seen this movie, I didn't have a base. And it took out all sense of pacing. The story was fucked as, as what? Already pretty fucked up. But then I'm watching it and it's like, it. I felt, I felt like I was getting sick. I yeah. felt like I was getting woozy. So like normally when we do these guys, listeners. We've seen the actual movie. Or we were watching a real film production. Yeah. This is literally the people bought it off of eBay from the directors for like a couple thousand dollars. This wow. edit. And then they they and then it took them two years to master it, which what did they do? It looks terrible. <laughs> and normally when we do one of these, Reem, I like notes. I like to take notes, really go through it, you know. I had Name some it. notes, but this is just hard. I had six pages of notes. It's a good the thing queue. we have such a heavy top of the show. Yeah. I have less than a page of notes because I just could not get through it. Um, I ended up having to, to, to take this movie well, in. I had to watch it. Also, can't watch it on my TV because apparently the Super Mario Brothers Internet Archive doesn't have a Roku app. So I had to watch it on my laptop. So then I'm play- I decided I was going to play MLB the show the whole time. So the whole time I watched the movie, I played the show. Yeah, I was checked out pretty hard uh, for a good chunk of this because it's uh, it's a hard watch. I, yeah. I, I bet the movie, the original, I'm sure is a hard enough watch anyways, especially for anybody going into it for the first time as a yeah. full grown adult that knows what is at least decent, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, well, and but- it also it has... CGI mixed in because the directors. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna get these. There are some pretty sacks of shits names. The, the, uh, there are some pretty bad adult jokes that got cut out. Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. Yeah, they're a married couple. Uh, Who allegedly they suck. Yeah, the entire cast apparently hated them. Yes, uh, they were really nightmares. But they, they created did, the Max Headroom. Yeah, so they did a lot of like. Uh, see, like yeah. Aunt CGI early CGI stuff. Like they paid a lot of the budget goes to a Yoshi that is never used or explained. Like, why was Yoshi a part of this? Like, he kind of helps not Princess Peach at one point. Boy, I mean, there are a lot of questions to be had here yeah. in this entire movie. I mean, in one sense. It's the first ever video, video game. game movie That's live true. adaptation. So they get like a little bit of the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. For doing that. But like outside of that, there's, I mean, outside of like the main plot point where it's yeah. uh, Koopa pr- kidnaps a princess mm-hmm. and the Mario brothers have to go to his tower and save her. That's about as close to the game as it gets. Yeah. And I kind of, okay, so I don't know how to even do this episode because I want to, I, I, we could take it beat by beat. There's not really too much of a beat in this no. movie either. And because of these edits, because we don't know what the actual film edits normal were, but like it's like 40 minutes in before we start getting to the actual story. It's like them driving around Brooklyn and like a lot of like weird not, stuff with yeah. this other plumbing agency that they're fighting with uh, um at one point it's they were like mob bosses too yeah it, it was like if the mafia 
ran a plumbing or that doesn't sound too stretch nah, too that much of a right. stretch but i uh, yeah it feels like they were so and also so here's what we'll say i will say this i think john leguizamo bob hoskins and samantha M- mathis fantastic and dennis i think hopper. they and dennis hopper too yeah, everybody I, is as good as the material they're given to when you read about the history of this movie how everybody hated working on it fucking they were so annoyed and so mad they would drink on set they get drunk they all like like shots of scotch uh uh, bob hoskins broke his arm uh john leguizamo broke his leg like uh they got stabbed at one point like of all these things that happened that you don't feel that you don't feel like they're in chaos when they're doing the scenes and stuff which i think is a testament to how good of an actor all of them are well i mean Um, yeah they got some real pros in there yeah and we got two people that just got done working with christian slater so you know they're on they're on high notes you know who else i know hopper what was hopper and christian slater true romance oh god i didn't even think about that yeah that's right yeah big christian slater month still so i got stephen bauer and scarface you got we got hopper and mathis in this um i think a lot of interesting stuff like how uh luigi was gonna be tom hanks but yeah. after the bomb of Joe versus the volcano, they didn't think he was bankable. Uh-huh. And this came out in 93, the year before Forrest Gump. Yeah. Well, the year of Philadelphia, which. Oh, my apparent- God. Yeah. Here's the And John Leguizamo turned down a role in Philadelphia. Oh, bummer. To be in Super Mario Brothers. He I was love to be. He was going to be Antonio Banderas. I love Leguizamo. OK, I don't want anyone. I don't want I will. This will never be a Leguizamo slander podcast no i think he's great and i like so hopper and you mean clown from spawn i mean great. i mean the goddamn the the host the of pest. the host of fox's house of buggin the pest uh former one-man show at the creek in the cave where jackknife was held yeah uh he uh i think he's great and what's interesting is because he's still alive and dennis hopper and bob hoskins both have passed away and they both had said in recent years before their death, yeah, this movie fucking sucked. I hated it. The directors were insane. And they've both done so many movies. So much better stuff, art, real stuff. Yeah. Now, Leguizamo has a little more of a, because he's younger and stuff. He, you can tell, he hated it. It was terrible. But he can also own up to like, I get though that there's an audience for it and that they're not privy to what we went through on the set and so that they're experiencing it as a different kind of thing plus and i like that there is he's grown up with the uh building cult audience that there Mm -hmm. really is like most of the 90s yeah uh super or not superhero video game movies are just a fun absurdist watch nowadays yeah like pretty much up until that weird german guy started making yeah. really bad ones like What's that? yeah yeah i'll look that guy up anderson no 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 his are fine enough like uh the guy that did like blood rain and House oh of yeah the dead, yeah that like made really bad ones but like there there's a fun bad you bowl like, yeah 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 well on dates i do but That's uh right. This Street Fighter Double Dragon, mm-hmm. they have a really fun marriage of 90s like commercialization, like mm-hmm. we just bright colors and radness. Yeah, yeah. You know, like get the guy from 
Bill and Ted to punch this fucking script up. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, it's all, and it's also funny that there's like a lot of trivia. I'm sure you saw the same stuff, but like how the guy that wrote Rain Man originally wrote the script. Yeah, and everybody liked it, and that's what the actors all signed on this to make. Movie is way more. These it, it's a lot like uh, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, where the stuff that went on behind the scenes. Yeah, is way more interesting to make the movie is way more interesting than anything they got on screen. And I'm going to say it again, listeners. I we're not judging the theatrical release of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, we're judging this fucked up edit that we found on the internet. It's called the Morton cut. Or yeah, something like it, that. No, it's there. their two last names together. It's like yeah. the the Jankel Morton cut. <laughs> uh, but I. Uh, but it's not their cut. It's the Super Mario Brothers it's Internet the archives. archives cut of a VHS tape that they bought on eBay from these two fucks. Yeah. The I. Uh, but something that's interesting is like I when I wa- growing up, I never had seen the Masters of the Universe movie until like in the last six, seven months. And I really liked it when I watched it. Now, it wasn't necessarily He-Man, you know, the way that I thought it was going to be, but it was good. I bet you that if I watched the theatrical version of this movie, I'm not kidding. I bet I'd enjoy it. Oh. I liked a lot of the shit happening in it. I liked the weird chaos and colors yeah. and, and the fun. Yeah. And the cars are all really cool. The cars kick ass. Also, there's some weird shit like here. One of my notes. Well, first off, my notes, I don't have a ton, but yeah, uh, I just really fucking hate how they tie stuff in. Like the references are just so like the annoying. Thwop, we're we're pretty the, much the shoes. It's just Blade Runner. But this guy's name is Hammer Bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. And like. And so, he doesn't do anything hammer related. His name's just just Hammer Bro. Just like we have two guys called Iggy and Spike. Yeah. That are like nothing like Iggy or Spike. Spike's just a random ass fucking named character. Mm-hmm. Um in the uh so the movie it's real another interesting thing about this movie is the opening is just like the penguin from Batman Returns reverse. The, it's like the opening of the Batman Returns. And then the end of this movie is just the end of Back to the Future, where it's like, Marty, we got to go back. Yeah. Um, And I kind of like that, but like they're open about that. Like the writers said, like, yes, that's what we were doing. Um, But it does just feel like a, a mixture of like, okay, people liked Batman Returns. People liked Ghostbusters. People liked uh, uh, oh, yeah. things. Plus, Let's try to do that with this property. We're about peak we're about to hit peak dinosaur like yeah well that's the thing is they didn't know that though i don't think maybe they did they did because look at i mean just look at the media that we i'm just saying we had a lot of dinosaur stuff leading up to the movie that comes out two weeks later two weeks before this no two weeks before this jurassic park comes up comes out yeah and in jurassic park um like a three quarters of this movie's budget went to that yoshi who doesn't look good yeah, and then Jurassic Park, the whole movie looks brilliant, and still to this day looks good. And you're like, how would they have tried to even compete with that? Yeah, but I'm just saying, prior to that, like late '80s, early '90s, there was a lot of fucking stuff. Prehysteria, mm-hmm. Theodore Rex. I guess you're right. We're yeah. back a dinosaur story. Denver, the last dinosaur. So dinosaurs and Cadillacs. In Dino this, saucers in this version, dinosaurs, the Muppet show. Yeah. 
in this version, which I paused really at one scene because I thought they showed Earl Sinclair for a second, but I don't, I don't, they didn't do it. Um, so the story of this is when the big, when the, when the, the, the thing that killed the dinosaurs hit Earth, yeah. it didn't kill the dinosaurs. It just kind of did a multiverse situation or a parallel universe. And, and so then the dinosaurs went to one place and then like the mammals stayed on our Earth and the mammals then we became, you know, we, we progressed from apes and they were smarter. And then on this planet, they progressed from dinosaurs and they weren't as smart, basically. And so like Koopa looks like a man, but his like history was dinosaurs, not apes, right? Yeah. So that's the story. And now they're in this the, other again, this movie can work fine in a vacuum for kids in the 90s. Mm-hmm. outside of that it's total shit yeah and i don't care if i didn't see the theatrical and version. if their characters names were bob and like john or whatever you didn't need mario ever yeah the the, the well, actual mario stuff never we wouldn't, nobody would be talking about this movie today anyways it was fucking yeah. bob and john the plumbers yeah and also there's stuff where like there's a part where they kind of set up that they're not even brothers yeah. And where it's like, he just take care of me. He was my mom, my father, my cousin, my brother, you know? And then also, though, I wasn't clear. Is that in the actual movie or was that an edit thing that they then took out so that that isn't there in the movie? I think it's in the act. I think the only parts, I think it was all the real movie, except for when you could see numbers on the screen. Maybe. Well, maybe. But then sometimes they would show scenes back to back and you'd hear people say things. So may- maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Um but anyway, so that's the idea. And then Dennis Hopper, who plays King Koopa, who looks like a man. He looks like a man. He's trying to... He hangs out in mud. That's right. There was a princess... There's like an un... undescribed reason why he likes mud. I think it's because like lizards and dinosaurs wallow in mud. Like oh, pigs. okay. Yeah, yeah. There's another thing that I, that I... Maybe I'm giving them too much credit for this, but all of the vehicles in Dino Hatton in the other universe, they all run off of like electricity, like, uh, 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 like bumper cars yeah, or, or street cars. And I wonder, is that because they don't have any fossil fuels? Like, or is that giving them too much credit? Was it just trying them to be silly? Credit. Um, but yeah, I liked the universe, the, uh, the, the, the Dinotopia or whatever, not Dino Hatton. I thought it looked cool. I yeah. liked the way it looked. I liked the set designs of it all. Um, you'll love this, that all that shit was filmed, was built in the same, uh, like warehouse in North Carolina where, uh, the splinters hangout was like where Sam Rockwell hung out. They skateboarded. It's all the same spot. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, that's cool. It felt very little monsters esque to me. This movie made half the money of Ninja Turtles three in the same year. Oh, God, that's great. And probably was made for three times the money. Yeah, made less than Coneheads. Jesus. What a what a wreck. Yeah. <sighs> There's a thing. Where, well, like, it's because. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I I was old enough to at least have a modicum of discernible taste in yeah. the media. I digest because this is 93. So I'd have been 11. Yeah. So I'm not just going to be some fucking. I love my Mario, but yeah. When you have tiny headed lizard men and you're trying to call them Goombas. And it, none, none of that shit. I'm not saying that a movie science needs to make sense to me, but 
Like uh, none of it made sense to me. Why is that guy? What's that guy? Mojo Nelson or whatever the fuck? Yeah. That singer guy. Why is he? Toad. Toad. Oh my god. Also, He's, is he Toad? Why? I yeah, never that, even that, put that together. Toad. Oh my gosh. He introduces himself as Toad. I, that makes sense now that I think about and it. And then after he gets his head shrunk. Why is he still he, good? Why does he still fight be, through? And because why did he keep his harmonica? He has, he has a harmonica. That's why you know he's good. Ah. Also, when Toad get a, gets arrested, yeah, Mario Mario gets arrested for being a plumber. And yeah. they never explain why he's, they don't like plumbers there. I and mean, like, yeah, I get that Mario is a plumber, mm -hmm. but he's that's his first time in Dino Hatton. Mm -hmm. So why is there already like an anti plumber bias? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily an anti plumber. I just know that when they put out that APB that we're looking for two plumbers but one that was of the, before that. Oh, OK, because at one point somebody's like, he must have really he must have a bad plug or bad oh, plug up or something. Mario wasn't on anybody's fucking radar. Hmm. And then Toad's getting arrested for his protest song. Yeah. And there's a part where John Lake was almost, or no, Bob Hoskins is like, you can't arrest him for being a Republican. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what is happening? What does that mean? Uh, it's it's then when they're like, yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. And they it's arrest. Like, yeah. It also, uh, okay. So, yeah, it's just such a weird thing. I made another note here that, oh, yeah, maybe I said this, but. I was unclear. I didn't understand that it was a alternate universe. So at first I thought it was just like, this is a happening all underground, much like Godzilla versus Kong. And so I thought maybe this was all underground and that's why the, the sewer pipes would make sense. And that this mushroom kingdom was happening under the earth. And so at that point I was like, well, this reminds me a lot of little monsters. And then I was like, we should do a podcast about Little Monsters. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Little Monsters? Not in a very long time. It's I love good. It growing up, it's got Ben Savage. Howie ben Mandel, Savage, Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. It's got fucking uh, Macho Barry. Man. What's his name? Howard Stern. Ha Howie Mandel. Not Howard Stern. Howie Mandel. Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. So uh, Spike and what are their names? Spike and uh, Iggy. Iggy. Who's your buddy Fisher Stevens from uh uh what's short, short circuit? circuit. Yeah. Um also here's a fun fact. Okay. Bob Hoskins, Dennis Hopper, Leguizamo, and Spike, right? All four of them walk into the Oscars as nominees. One of them has an Oscar. Which one? Leguizamo? Spike fucking Fisher Stevens got an Oscar in like 2011 for producing a documentary called The Cove. Huh? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Weird. Go Fisher Stevens. Um, anywho. <laughs> so Spike and them, they're, they're like out in they're They're traveling. The premise is Koopa is true. Okay. So at the very beginning of the movie, <laughs> Princess Peach is born from King Bowser. And King Bowser is not, they're like, they're like opposites of King Koopa. And, and Princess, not Princess Peach, Princess uh, Daisy is born. So they slip her through the, the, the universes to our world. And she grows up in an orphanage. And that's Samantha Mathis. Yeah. And she's got a necklace that's got a rock that's from the original 
meteorite that destroyed the dinosaurs and made all this happen. And if Koopa can get a hold of that rock, they he can then transfer to our universe and then take over. Which I don't fucking get how he's going to take over. He doesn't really have that much like military might. Like, seriously, he would make a stink and then we would just fucking. He spins he spins that globe of dino hat of the world they're in. And they've only built Dino Hatton. Like we've got yeah. the whole world. We and all they out. have is flamethrowers. Yeah. And SNES advantage guns. Yeah. And like That's, super, yeah, secret or what is it? Silent scope guns or whatever it is. Yeah. They their military might yeah. is nothing. And the uh, we would we would wipe them out. Yeah. And so she in our universe, I'm just trying to get through the plot. So she yeah. in our universe <laughs> is the NYU she, student. She's an NYU student. Bones up. Paleontologist. By the, by the bridge. She loves dinosaurs. And because unbeknownst to her, she's uh, evolved from dinosaurs. Um, and they're digging, doing a, a dig that the rival plumbers were trying to put in pipes and then ended up. Uh, they can't. It was a real, it was a real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Use situation. Yeah. You know? And uh, so, she, but that's where the warp or whatever you want to call it. That's where the world where where the warp winds up being like a hole instead of a pipe. Yeah, that's a that's missed really opportunity. Weird. And when they finally do bring pipes in later, they're not even green; they're white. Yeah, it's like okay. Uh, but also, if so, Spike and Iggy are sent through to our universe to try to find her, and yeah, they're and they dumb. keep kidnapping girls. They just keep taking other girls. But I didn't realize that was a plot point yet. So when that bad plumber just looks at Samantha Matheson, goes, a lot of girls have gone missing in Brooklyn. I'd be careful. I was like, are they referencing like an actual thing in the early 90s? Yes. <laughs> like where a bunch of girls were just going missing. Uh, and he also said it menacingly. So the whole time I was waiting for those. For those. And then he's like, fuck you, Luigi. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Luigi. The whole time I was waiting for those those Plumber plumbers guys. to be part of Koopa's gang, but that never comes through. I I heard they're uh, referenced pretty heavily in the uh, sequel comic book. Oh, see now I'd love a secret comic book. I'm putting stuff together. They made right a Super now. Mario Brothers two comic book that came out somewhat recently that picks up where probably, the never made sequel takes over. Probably on IDW, they do great comics like that. Yeah. Um. I'm just now piecing together that that's why she's not Peach. It's because she's Daisy who falls in love with Luigi. Yeah. You know? Well. Because Mario's, Mario's already dating not uh, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, that's Daniela. Yeah. From Donkey Kong. His original girlfriend. Oh, wow. Is that like a... Is and that your brain or is that real? No, that's real. Oh, that's fucking fun. That's why then. she's wearing a red dress at the end of the movie. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Uh, yeah, okay, I found cool. that out when I was going through the cast. Cool, I didn't that see that. Links I didn't up that. directly to the, she's the girl from the construction site in Donkey Kong. Did, I want. Is there any lines where he's ever like, "This is like that fucking monkey I had to fight" or whatever? That'd be fun. Um, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. I uh, but so but here's my thing though. Why can't if Spike and Iggy can go into our universe? Why doesn't Koopa just jump through that thing and try to start his revolution that way? Does he need to bring his whole operation over? Is Does he need to bring his equipment that can make you 
turn into your primordial ooze? Is that his plan? The gun. Well, all he needs is a gun. Yeah. So he turned that guy into a chimp with just a gun. Yeah. So that's what he, that's what Koopa can do is if you don't listen to him or if you're bad at it, he can put you in this machine or shoot you with his gun. President Koopa. President Koopa. That turns you backwards into your development. So he can put you back as like a dinosaur or he can put you also, back as like a weird Goomba I kept thing. expecting him to meet like them to meet resistance fighters and it never happened. Never. Like it really like there should have been like, like in Demolition Man, like the the yeah. the what's his name? Comedian guy or in, in, the in uh, running man. Yeah. Any and then, of the man's also now I could be wrong. But I think that does happen later. I think later Spike and Iggy reveal that they're actually working for Bowser. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, is this in the real movie or is this in one of the weird edits? Is this extra footage that's bringing this up? Um, buddy, listeners, just skip this one. Skip this Skip this movie. Skip this episode. Yeah. You've heard the top. You heard Reem got married. You got to listen to what we thought about In the Heights. Just fucking knock it off, shut it off, and go listen to like uh, I don't know, Dan Carlin put well, a new episode out. You know, go hear that. Ooh. Short uh, highlight though. Uh, heads up, everybody. Yeah, might have a might have a couple rocky weeks here, anyways. Oh no, what? Ha- oh, oh, so we're gonna do Rocky, Rocky one, Rocky mm, two. That's right. Uh, Speaking well, of, I know that's not what you were thinking about, but I was just saying I'm moving. And I stuff. understand. I know that's not what you're talking about, but because the MacGuffin that uh. Koopa's looking for the whole time is a rock. There is so much in this movie where they're like, where's the rock? And the whole time I'm just thinking about Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where they're like, there's also a lot where he's like, where's my pizza? There's a part where he goes, Dennis Hopper goes, where's the rock cousin. And I was just like, Oh, is he talking about uh, that? Uh, you know, the rocks cousin. What's that guy? That wrestler. Yeah. That's what I thought for a second. I was like, Oh, it's fun. You know, um, I feel like this movie wouldn't be made to, if this movie was made today, they would not have said The Rock so many times. Because it just immediately makes you think of the wrestler, The Rock. I hated this movie. Yeah, I didn't like it either. But This is probably my least favorite thing that we've ever watched. Which is funny because it was your idea. I understand you didn't go into it thinking it was going to be bad. But well, it, was, it was like uh, your it was our, it was a, We had to. It, it was a thing. Yeah. I've never seen it. I saw the thing. I was like, yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll, we'll get around to it now. Couple of things I will say before we wrap up because I feel like this is gonna go <laughs> short. Which is, is fine. Uh, also, man, I liked the cartoons. Super oh, Mario, yeah. cartoon series, yeah, was good all the way through. Yeah, especially like they used to have a little music number every episode, and uh, Zelda on Fridays. Good yeah. stuff. Mario eating a, pasta. There's a podcast about the super marvelous show that I'm trying to figure out our friends do yeah. uh, Jeremy Kaplowitz, who was on the show back in the old days, the hard drive, which is a offshoot of the hard times. They have a podcast called um, the super Mario brothers, super show podcast. Is that what it's called? The super Mario brothers, super show show. And so that's great because the animated series was fun and they go through all of that. And I think they even watched this on an episode. They wrote, they did an episode where they wrote an episode on Twitch was fun. So like, that stuff's great. The animated series is great. Maybe we'll do that someday as a full episode. But this movie just... I don't even feel like I watched this movie. Yeah. 
I feel well, like I watched this well, movie. Well, here, here's here's something to say how we missed out on this movie is how many people's takeaway from this movie is walk the dinosaur. Oh yeah. And the amount of walk the dinosaur that we got in this movie mm-hmm. was like none. Well, okay, so also the- that fucking dance scene, Mario is motorboating Big Bertha. Oh yeah, he's like licking titties. Number one, he's got Daniela at home. Why That's he- why I think some of that shit was okay. In the theatrical version, there is no fucking way that scene is the way it is when it is. we watched it. It can't. Be. I watched other stuff. It and can't. People be. are like that scene. They go to that. They go to the the boom boom room. First off, I am positive. Red Hot Chili Peppers are on stage at one point. Or, it was supposed to be strippers. Or it's and then they changed it to dancers. It's, it's funny. They're showing videos of the script, and there's like hooker number three in mm-hmm. one of the shot. Like, did you watch the gaming historian? I did not. I watched a different one though, where they said they used actual strippers. They just hired yeah. local strippers to play characters. Um, but that scene cannot be like that in the movie because they go to this the boom boom room. And they're trying to find the rock because the rock was stolen by Big Bertha. What about the Iggy Spike rap? Please hold on. You, we got to. They play. I got the power. Yeah. They play it in its entirety, a three-minute song. Then they do a love song that Big Bertha and Mario dance the whole time. I think that's rock set. Rock set. They play that the title song from the credits. Yeah, they play that the whole time. The whole song. Then it's all shitty footage of a cut Iggy and Spike rap about Mario that you can tell they filmed because of the Go Ninja, Go Ninja rap. And it's it's not, so the audio is bad because it's on set. It's not fully mixed. The footage is bad, but it's a full two-minute rap about Mario. And it's like, and then Mario and Luigi show up. And we're like, whoa. And then after that song, so we're now eight minutes into this scene where they're just trying to get the fucking rock from Bertha. And then Walk the Dinosaur starts. And then we get another three-minute song. It's like, it like, it's like it turned into music videos for a couple of minutes. And the actual amount of, like, real plot that happens is, like, 20 seconds. Um, they get there. They also, see Big Bertha. They get the... He dances with her and kind of falls for right. He gets the rock, and then Big Bertha helps them. Was... I mean, and also this really annoyed me. I don't know if it annoyed you. It was just a simple choice. But if we have Mario and Luigi dressing up to go to a nightclub. Why didn't they dress up like Mario and Luigi? <laughs> like at least the colors. Can we just get a green suit and a red suit? Why the fuck is Luigi in a red suit and yeah. Mario in a yellow suit? And it I looks, put that. It in looks my- like I keep waiting for him to go. Wah! You know, I put that in my ed- in my notes. And then, like, another 20 minutes later, they finally do get their suits. Yeah. And that looked the color specific to an extent, except for Luigi's in blue and not green. But it's so fucking weird. This is in my notes where I wrote, this edit sucks so fucking bad. They added everything in. The, everything is in. There's four songs, full length, and a bad rap. This sucks so bad. Yeah. And then I wrote like, the, the uniforms look great when they finally get the uniforms. Those do look cool. I don't know. Some of the sets are all right. The The elevator scene was really weird with the edit that we had. Yeah. Where they get the Why? Goombas. 
first off, Muscle. what is that song? Because that song is like a song. It's from, in the score. But it's a song from our universe. It's an Alan Silvestri score, too. So, yeah. Who did, uh, what was his big one? Predator, yeah. fucking Back to the Future. Back to the Future, that's fucking what Fucking tons of stuff. I'm pretty sure he did Forrest Gump yeah. the year later. Like, Dennis that, Hopper explained to his son, he's like, well, I had to buy you shoes. That's yeah, why. and his son apparently was like, I didn't need shoes that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's boy. a hopper. Yeah, exactly. Not a walker. Um, And it's like, you can tell, like, like I said, I feel like, I think the story would it could have been cool. You know, I yeah. think those actors in a movie about Mario could have been awesome. I think potentially... If we were to see the theatrical cut, we might enjoy it. But what they did with all this, because I could never tell when, because edits, the sound would be off and stuff, and songs yeah. would be weird. And mm-hmm. so I could never tell when something was originally in this movie or something was being added or whatever. And there's like, there's like all these parts where like all of a sudden bob show up, which are cool, but they're like little toys. And then like there's a whole fucking eight minute segment of a bob coming through. And then it finally blows up and you're like, what? It's underground? I thought it was in the sky. It's been climbing these buildings. How did it get underneath Koopa? And then Koopa gets deactivated, turned into a dinosaur. And that's where I thought it was Earl Sinclair for a second. They get through because the evil woman who we've never brought up and who does not serve any purpose in this movie, <laughs> she, the lady from My Left Foot, of all yeah, things. The, and uh, she's also in... Uh... Harry Potter and Killing Eve. Yeah, Fiona. She's a, oh, yeah. She's, she's the evil old lady from Killing Eve. That's who I could. That's what I, I couldn't place her in the movie last night. So she's in Killing Eve. And uh, she, she was gets, pissed. She gets quoted in like a variety talking mm-hmm. about like it was a pretty fun script. And now they got me in a mud bath with worms. Yeah. And that's the thing that the real bait and switch of it all. I feel like shit like that doesn't happen today. You know? Yeah. Um. But she uh, she opens the door and then somehow she Dennis died. Hopper f- flashes into our universe for a minute and turns one of turns somebody into a monkey with his gun uh, and then the ape. World Trade Center nine eleven Chim- happens but it's, it's not ape. as bad. Chimpanzees are apes, right? An ape. God damn it! But do you see that shit when monkeys 9/11? have tails? That's all the, you need to know. A lot of World Trade Center stuff. A lot of yeah. world damaged World Trade Centers. In yeah, yeah. For taking place in, first off, for taking place seven years before 9-11, but also taking place the year of the first World Trade Center bombing. You would think maybe they would edit that stuff out, but nope. Isn't it funny, too, that they talk about uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers for a second? Oh, yeah. In, in the movie, and that movie uh, is almost as old as the Brooklyn Dodgers were at that time. Yeah. And there's a part where he says, Mario says he's going to take, Fia- what's her, her name? His girlfriend? Daniela. He's going to take Daniela. He's like, I was going to go to the Knicks game. And he's like, you hate the Knicks. And he's like, yeah, but I hate being here even more. And I thought that was actually a fun turn yeah. in storytelling. When also, he says, when, when, when Mario finds out Daniela's there, because up until this moment, he doesn't know that. And I was like, oh, that's fun storytelling. Yeah. That we knew that, and Luigi knows that, and everybody else. But Mario wasn't aware yet. It adds a whole other stakes to Mario. I will say Mario is basically fucking 
Officer Valiant from Who Framed Roger Rabbit without the humanizing trauma that he went through to get you to care about him and an arc of any type to have him show development and a fun side eventually. Like, he is just a fucking curmudgeon the entire time. Here's my thing. I like Bob Haskins. I love Bob. I like Mario. But this entire time, he's just a fucking grump. I don't I know think, how he landed a babe like Daniela. I think he was great. I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe it's because I got a lot of Bob Hoskins going on over here. But I think he was great. I think he plays Mario to a T. Maybe not Mario to a T, but he plays that character needed in this movie to a T. Um, he has a cast half the movie because his arm got broken and shit. And you don't even notice it. That's right. Yeah. Here's the thing I thought was interesting was how is John Leguizamo not in In the Heights? He can't sing and dance? Maybe. I bet he can sing. Because I, I literally thought in, in the Heights in the movie, when he show, looks at his dad's picture on the wall, I thought that was John Leguizamo at first. And then later on, I see that it's not. But uh, I Googled it. He's not in it. But uh, he talks about In the Heights a lot. And he's very proud of it. And he likes his friends Good. a lot, Lin-Manuel. Um, John Leguizamo was at a great career, man. It was weird to watch. He's done a lot of, but a lot of different stuff. It was weird to watch In the Heights and then immediately watch this because it's a lot of like New York, some mm-hmm. Latinos, yeah, some uh, weird stuff about losing your homes and stuff. And it is nice to see gross. the representation in 1993, yeah, too, on Luigi. It's just gross, Reem. This movie is gross. The fucking mushrooms and the slime noise. and the boogers and all that shit. It's gross. Hey, I just like how good my Frank Welker ear is, though. Oh, yeah. When, when, you, when you can hear a Goomba going, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, that's Frank Welker. Who, then is, you look, who is the, the narrator? Because Dan Castellaneta, Dan, but I don't, when is there a narrator in this? Movie? It's in, I, I, I couldn't stand the cut. So I went on that website I've told you about that has everything you want. <gasps> I could have watched the actual fucking movie. Yeah. That F movies or whatever. To you didn't tell me that it was available there. I watched this whole fucking movie on the goddamn super Mario internet database. So did I, because it, it bogged down for a second. But, uh, when I went there, there was a narration. Well, maybe Jesus. Maybe we'll just rewatch it to an episode next week. One year, the second week of June, 2022, we're going to watch this movie, the real edit, and we'll talk about it. (sighs) Buddy, it sucked so bad. And then like none of this stuff paid off. All of a sudden they start doing all these pizza jokes and pizza callbacks. And you're like, okay. So I feel like the directors in their hotel room that night watched turtles, got coked up and watched turtles. And they're like, all right, tomorrow let's add a bunch of turtles up. And there's like, so many literally don't watch this movie. Go watch all. Like we said, go watch all the YouTube documentaries about the movie because the, one of the directors, the guy, the husband poured hot coffee on an extra and then said to the cast, who cares? He's an extra. And then later, like in 2016, he refuted that. And he just said, it wasn't hot coffee. He didn't (laughs) say it didn't happen. And that he didn't flippantly say, who cares? They're just an extra. He just said, I didn't pour hot coffee. It was room temperature. <sighs> Buddy, it sucked so bad. I, 
I am not a let's watch a bad movie and enjoy it kind of guy. Well, this isn't even like a bad movie that you can enjoy. Like, yeah, there's there's things to take away from like enjoyable bad movies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I just I couldn't. I'm also not a I like watching bad movies for the sake of them being bad and to shit on. Them. That's not me at all either. I will say the set designers mm -hmm. and whoever got to make the cars had a great time. Yeah. They got their money early. They didn't have to deal with anybody. Yeah. And they built a pretty cool looking world. That a lot of fun. Boring as shit on. once stuff happened. And and that's the thing is like I I might even say that I think there's potentially an interesting movie in this footage. Like if Topher Grace somebody, if maybe Topher Grace was given the DVD mm -hmm. and then he could like edit his own cut like he does with Star Wars. I bet you there's an interesting movie here. You know? No. But I didn't see it. I, I didn't watch it. I, I think, honestly, I think the funnest, the most fun part of this movie, and I can't say this enough, I do think Leguizamo and Hoskins, I disagree with you. I think they're doing, I think they're having a blast. They seem to be having fun because I think they're drunk most of the time, apparently, according to the yeah. interviews. But I think Mathis is doing everything she can. I yeah. think she's acting her fucking ass off. But well, the movie's full of pros that are just getting their paycheck. Yeah. I think the in the last scene is fucking awesome. When let, they're back in their apartment, uh, yeah, uh, Luigi's watching his knockoff unsolved mysteries. Wearing a yin yang shirt. Yep. The same yin yang shirt he wears the whole fucking movie for some reason. And all of a sudden they're like, and now we're gonna tell the story of the Mario brothers. And he's like, Oh, come in, come in. And they the and they're being covered on this yeah. weird unsolved mystery Who show. I would call Super Mario the Brothers. Super Mario. Back to you, Ken. And then the door kicks open and it's fucking Princess uh uh, uh Daisy. Daisy. With an assault rifle, and she's like, "Come on, I need your guys' help. Let's go." And Mario's like, "Yeah, let's fucking go." I thought that was great. That yeah. whole thing, top to bottom, that is also, all acted well. Um, Mario with all the Brooklyn girls. Yeah. Trying like that's one of the few fun parts for me, especially oh, when yeah. they're all uh, riding down the pipe. Yeah, with the I, Goombas behind them. I thought it would be fun because the music is really it's like video game esque in that part. And I thought it was gonna I thought it'd be fun to edit that with Luke on uh Cloud City sliding down. I thought it'd be fun to edit that together so like Luke is also in that same it's just type. also so amazing that this movie was even able to be made the way that it's made, mm -hmm. just how Nintendo didn't give enough of a fuck about their characters. Yeah. Like, and they sold it for like $2 million yeah, for nothing. Like for nothing and like not very much creative control and yep. stuff. Where as a result, they've locked Mario into a fucking vault until what, five years ago, until the Illumination movie started. What I think would be cool that is it comes if, out next year. I think about this a lot. It's not people don't do this, but I wish. Remember back in the day when it was like, let's redub the G.I. Joe animated series so that it's a funny cartoon about yeah. whatever. I think it would be fun to take movies like this that have good actors doing the scores. And this isn't like a, this isn't something I think you could do to make money because there's, you know, rights and everything involved. But I think it would be fun to take Luigi's lines in this movie and Bob Hoskins lines in this movie, rewrite an interesting Mario Brothers story 
and then animate it like similar well, to uh, that's, what they actually look like. Uh, or just read the comic book. Yeah, that's what I'll because do. Because that's probably written by people that care enough about the source. Yeah. And then, because uh, apparently uh, they come back and Wart is involved. Oh, cool. And Wart was Koopa's Earth source. Mm-hmm. And like, so that's the comic book sequel, I guess. Yeah. It looks like I'm looking it up. It looks like it was written. Yeah. Um, the same guys that did it wrote some Back to the Future comics and stuff. And so Stephen Applebaum and Ryan yeah. Haas. That's what's fun is all of these random ass properties can always have a little bit uh, longer yeah. life with short comic book runs. Yeah. So that's I think that's rad. Um, but yeah, it's just and because here's my other pitch. And this is not tied into this movie. But I want remember the movie Ghost Dad mm-hmm. with with uh, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie when I was a kid. I almost started the Ghost Dad Internet database because I love that movie so much. Okay, but I don't Ghost like database. Yeah, <laughs> Ghost Database. Yeah, uh, but I don't like Cosby, and I don't want to watch it. Oh, really? Why Cosby. not? Yeah, he got. I don't. You know me. I don't like uh, sugar jello. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, here's my plan. Right, you animate the movie exactly as it is, but instead of animating a bill Co- and all the other voices are the same it's the kids it's every- but instead of it being bill cosby's voice and an animated bill cosby it's space ghost okay and it's space ghost's voice and space ghost animation and space it's ghost the dad. M- space ghost dad i think that would be super fun if i could animate i would have done that you know but i i think that's the thing that people should do some do some more you know animate use audio from movies to make really cool mm. animations Using the source material. Loving adaptations is what you'd call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but this thing sucks fucking butt. Yeah. <laughs> Just the worst movie. Worst movie, I will say, potentially the worst. Uh, maybe not the worst movie, because I like I said, it, maybe if you saw this in the theater, it would be different. But I would say definitely, I think, the worst viewing experience I've had well, of a movie for our podcast. This movie, old, like, oh, yeah, 100%. It's way down there. I hated yeah. it. It's weird too that Bowser at the end, like, is that was that ever set up in the Mario Brothers animated game universe that Koopa was one guy and Bowser was another guy? Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. It's all it's just Bowser. Yeah. Bowser king, was just another king of the Koopas. That's king what Koopa. I thought. And so it was like calling him Koopa was like calling a king a king, you know? That's how I always interpreted it. I don't know. I don't know. I think we do some fucking plugs and fucking wash our goddamn brains of this. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. More like Super Mario fucking sucks. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm surprised the movie was so drab considering uh, Bowser was a fun guy. Where can the listeners find you? Uh, Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Twitter's been doing good. Mm -hmm. Check it out. You got a hot tweets. You had a great yeah. tweet the other day uh, uh, that uh, before every meal, you say toe for grace. I do. I do. And then I get a good Star Wars at it. Um, it helps cut my meat. There we go. Well, that's fun. I have a tweet right now with 41 faves Ooh. likes. That is just the screenshot from the Super Mario Brothers movie of the two the Twin Towers, where yeah. the, nor- the North Tower's 
pretty decimated. But uh-huh. honestly, 9-11 wasn't as bad in their universe, if that's how it's, it is. I really liked your tweet of uh, Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, that's fun. The Darth Vader at the end of like, where's uh, my friend Watto? Where's my old friend Watto? Is he safe? Is he all right? Have you seen the current Star Wars meme that's like the Padme? Yeah. I wanted to make one of those where it's I uh, I uh, oh cool I just bought a bunch of new a bunch more action figures on eBay, and then Padme is like oh because you have kids, and then me you know Anakin not reacting and then her saying because you have kids. They had some interesting action figures. Oh, I like the yeah the picture you sent me this morning of the toys from that movie. We're in the plugs though. We're done. We're oh, wrapping sorry. up. Uh, the uh, you can find me at Patrick Casey at that P H R S K H S D PatrickCasey.com, where you can get great tweets like uh, my wife's. Re- oh, sorry. Sorry, what was yours? Oh, clocks really are a sign of the times. Oh wow, is that yours? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Here, a good Reemcore tweet that I liked from this past week. Let me look. It Imagine up. there are no dragons. It's easy if you try. Oh yeah. I, I want to start. I want to start a character of uh, Civil War themed tweets about mm-hmm. uh, the fast food chicken sandwich wars that are happening right now. Okay. Got any more information about that? Oh, no. I just had something where it was like uh, to my dearest Evelyn, this miserable fast food chicken sandwich war has raged for years now. Oh, I, I did have, see that. I have often read that when a man goes into battle, he loses all fear, but it still didn't prepare me for pickles on chicken. That's and great. Just stuff like that, where it's be like me and the general set up camp for the night at a Chick Fil A, you know? Yeah. And, remember uh, the remember uh, do that. We're general, like uh, yeah. General Andrew Luck. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I liked. I used to love those tweets. Um, I like this tweet you did the other day. I'll retweet it right now. Don't knock it till you tried it, and that's a doorbell. Yeah. Um, I well, you can follow me at Patrick Casey, where you get tweets like. My wife didn't take my last name because she was afraid the Buffy fans just wouldn't accept her as Sarah Michelle Hasty. And then also another tweet from the other day that uh, was fun was that it's me. This is me. And I'm wearing a tuxedo covered in blood. Oh, I just got separated. And then you go from your wife. And I go, no, from my Siamese twin Giacomo. And then my Siamese twin Giacomo runs in wearing a tuxedo that's also covered in blood and goes, Hey, y'all talking about Giacomo? See the noids back? Yeah, what the hell, man? They just don't give a shit at all about that dude that murdered those people at that Domino's, huh? Remember that? (laughs) He killed people because his last name was Noid and he thought Domino's was making fun of him. And so they stopped using it for like 40 years. And now they're like, ah, nobody. Uh, Yeah. Nobody cares about true crime these days. It's not like anyone's going to pull. Remember that. Uh, I love the video game. I hope we get a new port. Like a phone game of it. No, yo, Noid. I know, but I like a phone version of it. Oh, I was thinking like Xbox one. Yeah, yeah, that could work. I could see that. Kind of like the DuckTales. You could just tweet like text after text from people running for like just surrogate county judge and stuff. Yeah, and, man. Me too. I should run. You want to run for Brooklyn Borough President? I don't run. I don't want to run for shit. Me I want to. I want to say our catch line and fucking go to get out of here. Um, listen to the podcast. Tell your friends. Get on our Patreon if you can. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Give us five dollars. Uh, if you're a big fan of the show but you're not in on the Patreon yet, I would say go jump in. Give us a dollar or two. It really helps. And we're, we're you know, especially with this move coming, 
um, there might be some weeks coming up where we might have the top of the show, and then we might have a trending topics, and then maybe you'll get an old classic episode that we'll bring back into canon or something so that we can allow Reem to get settled in at the new Des Moines uh, studio. Um, you know, so just uh, bear with us during this little yeah. flux period. Um, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, so the, get the fuck, fuck out of here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.